1: Hey guys, this is Liz Kambay. This is Nikki Collins. What up guys? This is hey, this is hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Asia Welcome to the WNBA Nation. Welcome back, WNBA Nation. It's good to have all of you listening again. Um, yes, we are releasing another episode here shortly after the one that we just put out. Um, Logan and I uh, just... Had a episode where we discussed a lot of news and a ton of happenings around. But my good friend Jason Snow is joining me tonight
2: for a different type of show. Jason, how are you doing? I am doing really well. Uh, I, I think we officially have a way a workaround for me to be able to to stream on Twitch, and that is that I don't have video. But it's it's really nice to be on. I feel like I haven't actually recorded in quite a while because of internet issues. Uh, so I'm I'm just pleased to be talking to my friends about basketball again. Uh, how are you doing, Kyle? I'm good, man. Things have uh, things have been really good today. We, uh,
1: um, my birthday's coming up next week, and my uh, and my daughter planned a a daddy daughter date tonight that she took me on. My six year old took nice. me on. A date, so that was kind of fun. We went and had, had a good time tonight. Just got back uh, in time to hop on and record with you. So yeah, that we had, so a, had a good It really, it really is wholesome. Like it's, uh, <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm like this, like I'm this like incredible like father, and you know, yeah. it's like this like picturesque, and it's like, well, no, it, we just had it. which it just happened to be this really cute thing that my daughter did for me today. So I'm in a good mood. I'm in a really good mood right now. I imagine so. so. That's awesome. We'll we'll see we'll see if that stays the case uh, as we have our discussions tonight. Jason, it's bracket time. Probably our next episode uh, to be released will be a bracket reveal reactions type episode. I believe Steve and Logan are planning on watching selection Sunday. Um, I think there's a good chance that I will be, um, watching that as well. Maybe hop on with them. We'll see what happens there. But, um, yeah, either I, way, we've got selection Sunday coming up and that means the bracket will be set, Jason. Yes. And I'm stoked. How are you feeling?
2: I'm, I'm excited about that. I, I, I have a meeting during that time. Otherwise, I was thinking about having all four of us on for the, the bracket watch party. But yeah, if you can join that, that, the, Watching those come out, obviously, this is just such a fun time of year. Everyone gets all into making out brackets and uh, filling it all out. And I really love, even though I, I've got some some thoughts about the WNBA basically being a summer league, um, that mm-hmm. that I wouldn't mind that changing. But the one thing is fun that you get the hype of March Madness, and that leads directly into the WNBA. So it's like, for me, I feel like we're just like, we're in that acceleration phase like you know you start up a car and you're going zero to a 100 as fast as you can like we're in that moment like things are just you know you're pressing to the back of the seat it's it's about to get going and i'm yeah this is this is such a fun time of year this is this time of year is when our podcast really shines because there's just so much energy and so much hype and it's so easy to get caught up into it and, and have fun with it
1: yeah absolutely i get stoked when, uh, when this comes around conference conference tournaments are fun in and of themselves. And we're right in the dead middle of that right now. Yeah. Um, probably on the latter half as a lot of these are going to be wrapping up here in the next couple days over the weekend. But, and that's when all of a sudden all of our automatic qualifiers will be showing up and, uh, and we'll be able to have a true understanding of what this bracket is likely going to be shaping up to be. And I'm really stoked about that. So but Jason, let's take a quick, just a glance at what the bracket might look like come Selection Sunday. Um, as far as what, uh, you know, we can tell, um, who, who is going to be the likely number one seeds as we head into, um, as we head into this. Uh, obviously South Carolina and Stanford are both going to be rocking that number one seed. Um, probably NC State as well. Um after that, I think I think that uh it's gonna come down to Louisville or Baylor, and I would probably mm, I don't know. I'd probably narrowly give that edge to Louisville, but that's not I'm I'm not positive on that because they did have uh um uh, you know they were upset in their conference tourney and you know, in kind of an earlier round. And so maybe that, that kind of changes things. Baylor is technically ranked number four right now, um, in both the coaches poll and the AP top 25. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Baylor in, but, um, I think Louisville might also make a case to be that number one seed. So we'll see. It'll, it'll come down to one of those two, as far as that last number one seed, And, um, And if that's the case and they are that close, what happens is one of them will go in as the number one seed and the other one will go into that same, um, that same region as the number two seed. So like, it's not like if Baylor gets bounced to be the number two seed that they go and have to play South in South Carolina's region, they would play in Louisville's same region. So, It's kind of a a snake draft, you could say, as far as the rankings go. But that's who it's looking like our our potential number one overall seeds are. Um, And, uh, you know, there's a lot of teams sitting here on the bubble. Uh, You're Missouri's, Florida State's, Villanova's, Northwestern, UCLA. Um, If I just me personally, Jason, for selfish reasons, I'm – crossing my fingers that Northwestern gets in. It's um, just for the, <laughs> for the sheer fact that I really, 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 really want to see Veronica Burton in March madness. Um, I'd love to see Northwestern be at, you know, have an opportunity to get in and, See what she can do in the tournament um, and get one last look at Burton before, you know, WNBA draft stuff comes out. But any thoughts as far as, uh, you know, the potential bracket as as we're kind of looking at things right now?
2: Yeah, I mean, a lot's still up in the air. I agree with your your basic analysis that really that last number one seed is is kind of a toss up. Uh, I, I I I tend to lean Baylor. Uh, over louisville and i'll even throw in yukon uh they've got very similar Mm -hmm. records and and they're number six in all the polls so i mean you could kind of keep them up there with maybe link loop them in yeah and and you wonder if some of the the structural hierarchy in women's basketball is so thoroughly built around yukon that maybe they don't have a chance just for (laughs) that reason someone sneaks them in yeah yeah and you know what uh you know sometimes business decisions are made and Yukon in the in the world of women's basketball i don't know that anyone has as big of a following as UConn, for and rightly so i mean they've been a a, a dynasty for a long time so right. yeah that those three i think if you're picking the best team i think the best team right now is Baylor uh i think Yukon might be the best team by the end of the tournament out of those three uh but it all depends right. on on how they they gel and flow we've only seen a few games with page uh, and i don't want to Declare them the the champions before we've seen how that plays out, especially right. against some some top notch competition. So, well, and even back when they had Paige, they were struggling with with some teams. You know, I,
1: I yeah. know that they had that matchup with South Carolina that South Carolina really took care of business. You know, mm-hmm. and so, but that's that's obviously obviously UConn's going to be a factor. I think teams like you know Iowa State, Texas. Iowa, like some of that big, the, some of those other big 12 teams uh, in addition to Baylor, I think are some of the more scary teams to match up with. Um, Basically anybody out of the, uh, anybody out of the big 12 or the big 10, you really have no idea what you're, what you're going to (laughs) get because, you know, Maryland looked like maybe one of the best teams in the country at times, and maybe one of the worst teams in the country at times. And so has Indiana and Michigan and, you know so that big 10 and big 12 those two conferences are just stacked to the gills with uh with a lot of um a lot of competition there so excited about this uh this potential bracket jason and so in order to get everybody especially hyped about selection sunday and about the uh, and about the brackets as they're going to be coming out jason why don't you and i have a little bit of fun with brackets on today's episode
2: yes <laughs>
1: Making pointless brackets is what the show is about. This is what it's all about. So Jason, you and I are going to have a little fun tonight. Um I've got a bracket idea and I I know that you've probably got a bracket idea as well. And uh so let's let's have this out. Let's have this out. Uh do you want to do your bracket first or would you like me to introduce my bracket and then we'll discuss?
2: Uh either way, I'm I'm good for whatever. Uh if you want to do yours first, then uh yeah, then we can do mine. Mine, I, I have the, the benefit of knowing what your bracket is a little bit in advance. Uh, mine <laughs> yeah. will just be truly a blind bracket for you. So uh, that may be fun <laughs> to finish Sweet. on. I like that. I like that
1: plan. Uh, well, everybody, we're going to have a little fun. Jason and I are going to be selecting uh, an eight seed. We're only going eight seeds, Jason, with this bracket. We're going to select an eight seed bracket one through eight of the best Gatorade flavors. You know, as you see a lot of sports celebrations, you see a lot of things like that, like Gatorade always is showing up when it comes to, you know, uh, athletics, you know, March madness championship celebrations always seem to involve Gatorade. So I figured Gatorade with March right around the, with March here, not right around the corner, but actually here would be a perfect opportunity. So, um that gives you and I both an opportunity to uh pick our uh pick four each. So I'm going to go first because it was my idea and because I want to go first and I have a strong take on which is my <laughs> which is the number one overall seed. And for no other reason other than just me being selfish, I'm going to take the first, <laughs> the first the first pick, but we'll just go back and forth me you me you until we get eight seeds in. Um, for our list of Gatorade flavors. All right. Our top eight Gatorade flavors, according to Kyle and Jason. Um, Jason, there's a few different ways that I, I, that really this boils down to two for me. I think that this is a, um, a, a two flavor race when it comes to Gatorade flavors. Um, but ultimately, um, I think that the, um, you know, one has a little bit more history, but the other one has been strong all the way back since 1997. Uh I'm going to go with Gatorade Frost Glacier Freeze. The all light right. blue, the light blue frost Gatorade is, in my opinion, untouchable when it comes to Gatorade flavors. It is absolutely in a class all on its own. And I think... That uh, if anybody is a you know, Gatorade fan like I am, you would, all, you would all agree with me that Glacier Freeze is above and beyond everybody else in this bracket. And
2: so number one seed overall, Glacier Freeze. Jason, who you got for your number two seed? I, I, I like Glacier Freeze. I, just real quick, if I can throw up, uh, that was one I was actually – I told you I had one that had kind of a nuanced take. If I'm yeah. ever in the middle of a workout, Glacier Freeze is my jam, because I feel like it it's not overpowering to the point where it's hard to drink it while you're working out. Yeah. Uh, but yes. my overall, with the exception of that time, my overall number one personal favorite, if I'm getting a Gatorade, this is the flavor I reach for. I'm going orange. Orange is very good. Orange, I have
1: to give it to you.
2: Orange, I think, I like the taste of orange better than Glacier Freeze. But for the purpose Gatorade serves, I, I think Glacier Freeze is actually the best choice. But my favorite flavor is is orange, and um, I don't really have much more to say about that. It's citrusy, it's fresh, it's it's a very bright flavor, and uh, it's a good it's a good orange flavor too. And some it, drinks don't do orange well, but Gatorade yes, does orange well. It, it does. It's it's not it's not a candyish orange that's too sweet. But uh, yes, it also matches. So you talk about. You know your your team wins the championship you're dumping Gatorade on the coach. it matches the five gallon containers so uh I feel like aesthetically it's on brand there the the big orange uh Gatorade buckets that you're dumping on your coach
1: yeah, no, that makes sense that makes a ton a ton of sense. I like orange a lot that was high on my list um and so I'm glad that you i'm glad that you brought it out because um it would have probably if I, I, it wasn't my top two, so but I'm glad you brought it up because I think it it belongs in the top three. I would have taken it at the number five seed if you hadn't have selected it in uh-huh. either of your two. I would have taken it at the, at the five seed. My number three, or I guess not my number three, but, but who I'm going to take at the number three seed? Um, I don't think is surprising to anybody. Um, and when it re- when you really just Want Gatorade, and when you think of the flavor of Gatorade, this is the flavor that comes to mind. It's the classic. It's the one that everybody knows, and it is still to this day the number one uh, most used Gatorade flavor across the board. Especially when you're talking about the powder um, and and actually, you know, having it in the in the big orange jugs, and that is. My, the OG lemon lime.
2: Oh yeah,
1: I do love me some lemon lime.
2: Yeah, I I love lemon <laughs> lime, and and when I was in high school playing football, like I, that was I had the powder, like I had it in my locker in the you know, and so I I'd, I'd bring my yes. water jug and fill it up. Yeah, that's for sure. That's definitely that's an OG, and it's definitely a a nostalgic flavor for me. Like I I taste that, and it's like I remember. Different events in my life, like that. It's a good one.
1: <laughs> good. I'm glad. I'm glad you agree with me on that one because I, I very much so like this one a lot. And so, there's all right, one, lemon flavor- lime
2: at number three. Oh, yeah, sorry. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say. And there's one flavor that we have not picked yet, and I'm very happy about that. And when you do pick it, I'm going to to give you a hard time about it because there's one I do not like. But maybe we're thinking the same one because <laughs> I've got some takes on these. <laughs> but. For the fourth seed in this draft, or I guess we're drafting a bracket. In in the fourth spot of this bracket, I am going white with the Frost Glacier Cherry. Yes! That's so Agreed. good. It, and I always forget about it. So, like, I'll, like, go up to a vending machine, thirsty, and then I'll see it and I'll be like, Oh, I freaking love that one! And then I'll get it. But, like, it's, it, uh, for me, that one's so good. Uh, it's fresh. I think it. I have to look into it, but I feel like it came out when I was in high school because, like, I remember it being a new thing, and I was all in on it when it came out, and uh, I rediscover it every year or so, and I, I very much enjoy that.
1: Yeah, it's really, really good. I agree with you on that one. The white, the white Gatorade. Um, I don't even know. Yeah, is it a Frost one? I'm trying to think off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm looking yeah, at it right it is, now. It's it washed, is a Frost, frost one, right? Yeah. Cherry, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, dude. It's very good. It is very good. I I actually really hate cherry flavored stuff, but I really like mm-hmm. the white Gatorades. White Gatorades bring it. So good call, good call with with that one. Um, I might go a little bit out of bounds here. Um, I might go. I might be. I might be. Hmm, I might be. I might be off on a little little tangent here. But stick with me, all right? I got to go with the Gatorade Um Strawberry Lemonade. Okay. Gatorade Strawberry Lemonade at the number five seed. So it's it's going to seem a little bit out of bounds, but trust me. Trust me. Now, this Gatorade is not one like you mentioned. This is not one that I'm drinking when I'm in a competition. It's not one when I'm sweating. But if I'm just looking for a nice, refreshing, cool me down drink in, you know, if I'm driving in, in, in my car in the summertime and I need just a nice, refreshing, just, ooh, fruity deliciousness, I gotta go with that strawberry lemonade. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna bump it. it, I, it this is the, this is the seed that I think I'm probably gonna get the most flack for. And I totally understand. I don't, I, I don't, uh, 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 yeah, uh, I apologize to anybody who, who's who's going to come in strong with this take. And and I get it. I understand that I'm going out on a limb on this one, but I'm going to stick by my guns and say strawberry lemonade brings it. And if you don't agree with me, it's because you haven't had it in a while. Go give it a shot.
2: Yeah, that's I, I want to have strong takes on this. And I, I do remember having good feelings towards it, like tasting it and liking it. But I honestly can't remember having it within the last few years. Like, it's been so long that I, I don't have strong takes because I'm just like, I I don't know that I've drank it recently enough for that. Uh, I, I don't yeah. feel like it's one of the ones you find all the time when you're, at you know, when you're at looking at a, a vending machine or like a... a no, it is
1: not that common. It's not that
2: common, but it's very good. Yeah. I, I will take your word for it and probably try it the next time <laughs> I head into Walmart. Um, Sweet. Okay. So let's see. That puts me at the sixth seed. So, going sixth in the in the, the bracket is going to be... Uh, I had to look up the name of it because I just know it as light purple, but it's Riptide Rush.
1: Yes! Riptide Rush!
2: <laughs> uh, That's rip- a great one, dude. It, it, it is. It's it's fruity and it's sweet, but it's not sweet to the point where it, like... It kind of, like, clams up your mouth, like, makes your mouth feel sticky or anything like that. It's still very light. Uh, it, it's just a solid flavor all around. A little bit of a grapeiness to it, I would think. Um, I don't actually know Mm -hmm. what the flavor is of Riptide Rush, but uh, a little bit of hint to that, but not like a strong, like a grape juice flavor. So I I like that one a lot.
1: I love it. I stinking love it. That's great. Um, Riptide Rush is very good. Now, man, if I'm going like just a, a probably... Probably one of my most frequently purchased Gatorades. I would say, I would say that this might actually be over the course of the last five years. If you took five years of of my Gatorade consumption on the table, from twenty seventeen to twenty twenty two, the 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 age of this podcast, I've probably purchased this this flavor of Gatorade more than any other flavor, and that's because I enjoy it. My wife enjoys it and my kids enjoy it all, all a lot. And so it's one that, you know, when we're driving in the car and I need to just pop into the, to the convenience store and grab a quick drink, I'm snagging this one. It's a family favorite and it brings it hard. Number seven seed is fierce melon. Okay. Yeah, it is fantastic. And I probably, I didn't honestly drink it until probably five, six years ago and then my wife was like, hey, you should, you know, we let's get get that Fierce Melon. That one's good. And I was like, Melon? Because I'm not a melon guy. I don't really care for watermelon. I don't like honeydew. I don't like cantaloupe. So I was like, I don't know about this melon thing. But I bought it, and I'm telling you, it is absolute fire. It is so good. So Fierce Melon, 100% of the way um, at the number seven
2: seed. Jason, who you got at eight? All right. Let's bring uh, it home. Bring it home. Let's make some enemies. It's always the last pick that people hate because (laughs) this is the pick that they wish their chosen favorite would have made it into it. Uh, This is this is I
1: I will say this. I will say this before you go. There's one that I don't think deserves to be on the list and one that I very much so do (laughs) think deserves to be on the list. And there's going to be people who are fans of both of these. And one of them's hot garbage. One of them is very good. And I'm curious to see if either of those is coming across the radar here with Jason oh, making our last pick.
2: I, I feel like I'm going to be a miss on that. And the reason is because I'm going a little bit obscure, but one that I really like. Uh, okay. L- luckily, you and I haven't stepped on each other. Well, I, at least you haven't stepped on my toes. Maybe I've stepped on yours. So I'm kind of getting to call out all of my favorites and rounding out my favorites mm-hmm. when it's available. Um, I almost always go for it. It's really crisp and refreshing um, and, and not too too heavy in any way, so it feels kind of light, uh, a little bit more on the like I'd actually want to drink it while I was running, type of a side of things. I'm going with lime right. cucumber. <laughs> oh
1: Jason, you are bringing the heat with that one. <laughs> I was wondering I was wondering your opinion on lime cucumber. Um, I tried that one. And I could not drink it. I did not enjoy lime cucumber. But I will say, I will say this. The fact that it's stuck around for as long as it has, and it's apparently really popular because it's carried in every like Chevron and Uh and you know, 7 Eleven across the country, people obviously like it. So I can't hate on it too much because uh because obviously it's really popular and I have known you know, some friends to enjoy that. So I like the fact that it made it. <laughs> and I, I would prefer that one to another one that I know is very popular. Um, and so I'll take lime cucumber yeah. over, over this other one. I, I guess Jason, I guess that's trans- a solid one. I guess Why do you like transition. lime cucumber so much?
2: I, I just, I think it's a really refreshing flavor. For whatever reason, it's just, um, I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. It's hard to describe a drink flavor, but like it feels refreshing. Like it feels, it feels like you're, I don't know. It's, it's for me, it's almost like a palate cleanser. Like when you're eating a meal and you have something that yeah, kind of like yeah. cleans out it like, I get that. Yeah. It, it kind of just, it, it, it always goes over well with me and maybe it's just a personal thing because I also really like cucumbers. So maybe like for whatever reason, that one's just tailored to my no, palate I get a little that. more. Uh but I get I'm- that if
1: I was a cucumber fan I would probably like it. I don't like cucumber, but I love lime. Yeah. And so I've tried it, but the cucumber was a little strong for yeah.
2: me. Yeah. I I guess the question I have for you Kyle though is why is fruit punch hot garbage?
1: thank you thank you fruit punch is the worst we're gonna have so many people listening to this episode who are gonna be like fruit punch number two overall or number one overall and you know what all of you are wrong and screw that fruit punch sucks okay so bad punch is terrible terrible now i grew up in the i grew up in the nineties when Hawaiian punch was just at its absolute heyday oh, yeah. of all heydays and Hawaiian punch was everywhere. So I am not anti fruit punch in general. Um, it's not my favorite flavor, but when done well, it's fine. Gatorade fruit punch is the worst. It is the one that makes your mouth just super sticky. Yes. That's exactly you know what, what it is. About? Yeah. Like, like, it is the last no, thing I would th- ever want to drink. I would rather just not drink anything yeah. when I'm really, like, tired. If I'm, like, in the middle of a basketball game, I would rather drink nothing than yes. Fruit Punch Gatorade. Well, because you're, you're because then my mouth is just, like,
2: sticky and gross. Yes, yeah, it's terrible. Like, I, it's terrible. I legitimately, um, I I remember this from a few years ago. I drank some because um, uh, the fire department I was on before this, and uh, this one actually, too, often had gatorades on the truck so when you're in the middle of working a fire or something like that you have something you can drink and i lit le- i legitimately just grabbed a gatorade started drinking it realized it was fruit punch and had to go get water to rinse my mouth out so that it wasn't all sticky and gross <laughs> i like it's it's such a non-functional sports drink and then like you yeah. said like it's terrible yeah I, I honestly i'd rather just drink hawaiian punch like go get me that two gallon jug that you got stoked when your mom brought home with like the reinforced handle yes. for carrying like just I would la- yeah, I'd rather drink legit Costco Hawaiian size, punch yeah. in the middle of a sports game <laughs> than fruit punch Gatorade. It's it's so bad.
1: I'm so glad. I'm so glad. <laughs> but here's the thing: I know that fruit punch like fans, fruit punch Gatorade people, like they are passionate. This is we are definitely getting some some heat yeah. on Twitter for this. And, uh, you know what? Bring it because I will not back down from my take that Fruit <laughs> Punch is absolute trash. It is such garbage. That's- now, the one that, um, I, I gotta give a shout out to one that, um, as I'm looking, if I were to like really make, if I was trying to really come up with like who I thought would go the furthest in a, um, in a like actual bracket, I would probably replace my strawberry lemonade. For cool blue. Okay. The,
2: the, the slightly darker, not dark, dark. Yeah, not no, like the purple. The more blue, blue than the frost. It's just yeah. like, yeah,
1: like that true, like royal blue type of Gatorade. Yeah. Like I, I do like cool blue. Cool blue is, is a solid flavor. Yeah. It's not, it's not bad at all. Um, and it's, it's one of the OGs. Oh, it's, it's from a, a it's from a, a while back. And so, and it's one that you can get like um, the big like 24 packs of like the huge like Cool Blue is always in that. And so um, I got to give a shout out to Cool Blue. Jason, are there any flavors of Gatorade that they don't have anymore that you wish they would bring back? Oh, gosh. I'm Like, can you uh... think back to any flavors that like because there were some like they had like an ESPN flavor or like a I think they had like a Tiger Woods flavor. Kind of a thing, like I think there was some like that that are were discontinued. All right, I know I know way back, like one of the original like first f- five I want to say, like it was like their fifth or sixth flavor was iced tea, but it only lasted like a couple years. It only it was like it was seriously like gone almost as as quickly as it came along. But uh, are there any that that you really liked? I've got one. That if if Gatorade wanted to really suck up to Kyle Haywood and make me very happy, I've got one that you, they could bring back, um, uh-huh. and that is back in back in the mid two thousands. I want to say I think it was like early high school years for me. Um, Gatorade had an X Factor series where they would take two flavors and like mash them together,
2: uh-huh.
1: and uh, there was like an orange and like a like an orange and like a trop, what was that one? It was like a, like a, maybe like a tangerine orange or something like that. But the one that was so good, that was so, so good to me, it was the X Factor lemon lime strawberry. Okay. It was kind of this weird yellow green, like you weren't sure really <laughs> what color it was, but I can remember the big X like across the front of like the label and getting so stoked. And I drank that probably every single day in high school and uh, it's not around anymore. And I would love to have it back. So Gatorade, uh, if any Gatorade executives
2: are listening to WNBA nation right now, yeah. bring back X factor. I, I will, <laughs> I will say I do remember a favorite from high school that I just had to verify mm-hmm. to make sure it was actually discontinued. Cause I, I know I hadn't seen it in a long time. Uh, yeah, they came out with with an ice line where it was clear Gatorade, like it looked like yes! water. Yes, lime it was ice. water. Yeah, it looked water. Lime ice was yes! my jam. That was a good one, bro.
1: Oh. Didn't they have like a they had like a watermelon?
2: Yeah, ice. I think in the, in the same. I th- they like, definitely had a few of group. them. Group. Um, let me see if I can find them on Google. But yeah. I know they had an orange and a lime because I remember dude, those ones. Vividly. Lime ice was so dude. I didn't know you were so citrusy
1: like me. Look <laughs> at us, Jason. I didn't know I had a citrus bro. So many people are into berry. Like everybody's like, oh no, like the like the berry pack of Skittles or you know the the tropical pack. No, oh, screw all of that. Yellow lime Starburst. Yellow Starburst is where lime yeah lime and lemon like citrusy. Bring that all day for me. I am a citrus fan. All right, sweet. So lemon ice, strawberry ice,
2: lime ice, orange ice, watermelon ice. Ah, see,
1: I knew there was a watermelon
2: one. Yeah, I don't like watermelon flavored stuff, but
1: I remember a watermelon one because I think I had a, I think that uh, a crush that I had Mm. would drink those uh, before her basketball games. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm remembering correctly, I believe that she liked watermelon, but I remember. I remember getting either X factor, but I remember lime ice. That one was good. I did like that. They were, yeah. The clear. Yeah. Solid. Uh well, Jason, now that we've offended uh, a few people, but hopefully more people um, have good taste and don't like uh fruit punch and uh, are going to be able to stand up with us. <laughs> but uh, with that being said, Jason, I'm excited to hear your bracket. Well, let me run through. Let me run through. Um, for our Gatorade 8 seed bracket, we've got number one, Glacier Freeze. Number two, Orange. Number three, Lemon Lime. Number four, Frost Glacier Cherry, the white one. Number five, Strawberry Lemonade. Number six, Riptide Rush. Dude, good call on the Riptide Rush. I'm glad that one made it. Number seven, Fierce Melon. And number eight, Lime Cucumber. Jason, I don't know what's going to get
2: more heat, your Lime <laughs> Cucumber take or your Fruit Punch take. I, but I'm here for it either way. I can tell you. So uh, for those of you who are interested, we did actually just form a, a TikTok. It's not public yet. Uh, I, I made the yeah. account today, and I'm I'm putting like our branding and stuff into it and getting it built up. Once we release that, One hundred percent our first TikTok is going to be me and Kyle trashing Fruit Punch Gatorade. (laughs) Uh, I'm already planning on cutting that clip and having that ready to go. So that will be our first TikTok as a Uh, show.
1: We're gonna be we're gonna be canceled
2: (laughs) and it's not gonna be anything related to women's basketball. (laughs) We're gonna get canceled by Fruit Punch Gatorade fans. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Uh yeah. So anyways, we'll uh let's move on. I've got another bracket here. Uh yes. All right Kyle, I feel like this is somewhat fitting as we just came to the close of the Winter Olympics and then uh obviously we're we're all fans of Summer Olympics as well. Uh we're okay, going to okay. rank in an eight seed bracket the top sports that do not involve a ball, oblong ball or puck of any kind. So sports so that do not non-ball
1: a ball. non-ball sports.
2: Yes. Yeah, so uh I, I i intentionally cuz i i was saying non ball was the first idea in my head and i was like well obviously hockey so i'm getting hockey out of there since i talk about hockey on the podcast too much as it is already so soccer baseball softball basketball football right. hockey American they're all football. off the table yeah so uh favorite sport that does not include Ooh. a ball So I'll I'll give you a few. I've got one.
1: Yeah. I've I've got one off the top of my head. I've got... How many seeds are we going? We're going eight seeds, which is going to be tough because there's going to be a whole lot of snubs. (laughs) I was going to say, I've got a lot off the top of my head now. As far as how I'm going to have them organized, that's a whole... That's a whole... uh, Yeah. Side deal here. Eight seeds. Okay. Eight seeds. We're going to go non ball sports Oh man, I'm nervous <laughs> on this one because I know that I'm going to think of one immediately after we're
2: yeah. done. But okay. okay, but I I okay. will buy you about 30 seconds here cuz I'll I'll give the number one pick in my mind. Okay, you got I, your number one ready to go? Yeah, I got my number one ready to go cuz I've I had a little bit more okay. time to think about it than you did. So I'll let, I'll let you think for a moment while I go through. Uh and I want to be clear my first choice is a sport that actually contains other sports and I'm going to leave those on the table. So just because I pick this doesn't mean the other ones are off the table. Uh, this, this is a sport I grew up around and have a, a closeted passion for that. I don't talk about much. Uh, I'm going with triathlon. I, I've been a big triathlon fan and participant, uh, at least earlier in my life, uh, for a long time. So, uh, yeah uh for those of you who aren't aware swim bike run so you swim a portion then you bike then you run uh it's an endurance race and uh kind of the pinnacle of it is the iron man uh which is uh 100 and 112 miles no that's just the bike it's it's really long uh i i i normally know the numbers right off the top of my head it's 144 point something uh total miles traveled between swimming biking and running so it's a uh, it's a pretty impressive feat. That's crazy. Yeah, and uh, and the the champion the the world championship is held in Hawaii every year, and I always watch it, um, or at least watch some of the highlights of it if I miss it live. So, yeah, I'm going to triathlon as my number one seed. <sighs> That's a good number one seed. It's actually
1: I thought you might be taking mine uh, when you when you mentioned this, um, but and I don't know if I can. I don't, I'm not going to narrow it down because there are so many others that you can use. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to narrow this down. I'm just going to literally include just, it is what it is. I'm going to say track and field. Okay. I, um and I don't think I'm alone on this one. In, uh, as far as our podcast house, I believe Steve and I are probably very similar this way. Um If track and field is on TV, That is what I am watching. Like, yeah, if I'm if I'm going through the channels and there is any semblance of track and field, whether it's NCAA, um, just like a a U.S. track and field event, whatever it is, track and field is hands down. Like, I, I just think it's 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 sheer athleticism, just not involving a ball and i I love it every bit of it, even when people are like, "Ugh, I can't stand races like the you know the the three thousand meter or the steeple chaser." I love distances, and I think that there's so much to a distance race, even so I'm gonna go with track and field number two
2: I like it, I like it uh okay, let's move into the number three spot um I'm gonna go. Oh, gosh. I've got a couple right at the tip of my tongue. Uh, I'm changing my <laughs> list right in the moment. Um, I feel like this Ooh. this sport gets its hype uh, every four years when the Olympic rolls around and then people kind of forget about it. But I genuinely believe that the athletes in this sport are maybe some of the most impressive athletes in terms of body control and just general physical ability of any sport. And that's Ooh, gymnastics. Okay. Yeah, dude, gymnastics was number two on my list. Yeah, gymnastics is. So we are. Yeah, it's a, gymnastics is dope. Yeah, it's 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 so impressive. And when you watch the Olympics, I think you you kind of get numb to just how physically impressive the feats that they're pulling off are. Um, you know, go go down to your local playground and try to do half of anything that they do, and and it's you'll it's just so impressive to me. So I'm going with gymnastics. It's it's such an impressive sport.
1: I like it. I like that a lot. Um I think I'm going to go with swimming. I think I'm gonna, I again it's a, it's very similar to my track and field take like it's literally just a race. But um yeah, I'm going to go swimming at the number 4 seat. I I don't know if there's a more like exciting race than watching, you know, you, you, when you watch like those swim meets and you can see You know, like the world record line or the Olympic record line and like where they are in the pool. Mm -hmm. And then you see like there's two, there's two, you know, uh, swimmers right next to each other and it's, it's going to come down to literally, you know, who takes the last, you know, who either takes one more stroke or who doesn't, who's reaching for the wall early. Um, I love that stuff. And I just think that we have, especially as, uh, we watch U.S. Olympics, um, I feel like our swimming, lately has been we've just been really really spoiled in that manner so i gotta go swimming at number four
2: i like it i like it that was uh when i was uh when i ended up picking gymnastics that's what i was waffling between the swimming and gymnastics so i'm glad you got that oh good um okay i'm gonna jump in this is my third pick which i guess makes it fifth overall uh just purely because of the the extreme gut check that it is um I'm gonna go with skeleton, and I'm going with skeleton over <laughs> over bob Stet- sled and luge because that is like the guts it <laughs> takes to do that sport is just so impressive to me. It's it's one of those things. Every time I watch it, I'm just like, that looks like a suicide mission, but they're so good at it. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm going with skeleton. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, but I like it, dude. Skeleton is nuts.
1: Anytime I watch somebody do the skeleton, I just my whole body just tenses up yeah. it's so stressful I mean, to watch i mean the sport is named really, after really a dead person
2: like like it's just yeah. <laughs> that's
1: yeah it's it's literally called skeleton the name of it is like the bones like, of your body you will not die. including the rest yes. of your body yeah <laughs> i love it um okay i am going to i'm going to go maybe a a slightly different route here. I'm going to go ahead and call out curling at number six. Nice. I think that curling is, uh, and I don't think it's just because it's trendy. I think, I feel like there are, there is kind of this, like it was made fun of so hard when it first showed up in the Olympics. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, this sport sucks. But then all of a sudden people were like, oh, I'm going to ironically like curling. (laughs) But then, I I, th- I think we're past that. Yeah. I think the, 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 oh, I ironically like curling is gone. And if you like curling, you love curling and it's dope and it's super, super fun. So I got to give a shout out to winter sport curling at number six.
2: Yeah. No, th- one of the things I like about curling is that it feels like one of the more accessible sports. Like when I watch the Olympics, there's a lot of yeah. things where I'm like, I'm like, wow, those gymnasts were amazing. But I'm not looking at any gyms to see if I can join a, a gymnastics league. Like after watching curling, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I can't do it as good I as those guys that. did it. But I'll try. <laughs> yeah. Like I, you know, it, it's a very accessible. Exa- it's sport. accessible. Yeah. Agreed. So agreed. I like that. Um, I like that call out. Obviously, uh, yeah, we we we've gotten really into curling as a show. At one point, talking about trying to form our own curling team. Uh, though that didn't come to fruition. <laughs> it was definitely talked about. I would, I would be, st- I still would be in. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, so I'm going to use my last pick to earn some, uh, some bonus points in my personal life. Uh, my son and I are actually later this year going to be testing for our black belts in Taekwondo. Yeah. So, uh, I I'll call out all martial arts, but specifically Taekwondo. Martial <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. So we'll go martial, martial arts, arts, uh, but specifically Taekwondo and, uh, um, yeah, any, any of those, the one thing I didn't realize going into it, because when you think of martial arts, you think of just like fighting styles and stuff like that. And there's a lot to that where it's, you know, it's different, you know, you're th- learning different fighting techniques and stuff. But so much mm-hmm. more I've learned that the sports are about body control and meditation. And it's actually been a really, really fun experience for me. I've, uh, the last two years I've been doing that with my son and it's been a lot of fun. So yeah, I'm going with martial arts slash taekwondo for, uh, for my, I guess the seventh seat in the bracket. Yeah.
1: I like it. Ooh, Jason, <laughs> I just realized having the eight seed is not fun. So many snubs with this one. So There's many so snubs. many snubs. I literally have like four that I'm like that deserves to be on this list. But then I look at our list and I go, I don't know if I'd take any of them off. Yeah. <laughs> so this could easily be like a thirty two seed bracket, but I'm glad we stuck with eight. Um oh. Man, I'm debating. I'm debating between a few. But I think ultimately Oh man. I don't think it Alright, ultimately I gotta go with one. Um and it's probably because um I think culturally it's impactful, not just uh it was culturally important in America and then it became culturally important and is still driving major cultural importance um specifically uh in South America um, so I got to give a shout out to skateboarding All at right. number eight. I like it. That's now I suck at skateboarding. I <laughs> cannot skateboard, but I love skateboarding. Like not doing it, but watching it. Does that make sense? Yeah.
2: I can't tell you I how love, many how many hours I spent in my front yard trying to do an ollie, and I don't think I ever once <laughs> got like a millimeter off ever the ground.
1: Ever <laughs> Um Tony Hawk's Pro Skater was oh maybe the most impactful video game of my life. Um not just for, you know, liking a certain, you know, uh sport or a type of video game, but literally the soundtrack of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater formed my own personal music tastes. So it it has a deep deep um uh type of uh, of Pull for me, so mm-hmm. I gotta go skateboarding too. Now, Jason, there's about 30 yeah. snubs. Um, I almost picked fencing, fencing's a fun over one. Yeah. skateboarding. I think fencing's so dope. Um, kayaking, yeah, I love watching, like, I love watching people do kayaking, yeah. you know, especially even in those like man made, uh, Summer Olympic, like, type of yeah. situations. The the kayaking in nature freaks me out. <laughs> and like but like I love watching the man made ones where they're like racing through like you know the rapids that are, yeah. are created there. Like I think that's super dope. But um yeah, there's a there's a lot here. I mean we didn't get into other extreme sports like, you know, uh snowboarding or you know uh BMX or anything like that or or a motocross we didn't hit any of that, but I'm curious. What are some other ones that were off the top of your head as far as sh- could have slash should have made the list here?
2: Yeah, so I actually, I, uh, along with uh, with your kayaking take, I actually really enjoy rowing. Um, that's yeah, a, rowing's done. That's dope. a really good one. Um, and uh, we didn't really hit uh, kind of the ice mountain ones, but uh, all the different skiing events, so Shlalem, uh Moguls, Uh, big you know the big air jump like all those ones all the snowboarding yeah yeah so there's so many so
1: many skiing and snowboarding ones that we could have yeah and
2: i i grew up snowboarding a lot so i i was part of that culture and very much uh influenced by snowboarding so that's that's a big part of it too um right i i mean gosh my mind is just like swimming with all these different sports that i enjoy watching Uh, we didn't, I mean, we didn't call them out individually, but, uh, you've got the endurance sports, you're swimming, you're cycling, and you're, you're running. Obviously, I kind of hit all three with the triathlon, but, um, and then. Right, right, right. The, uh, the sport that I think is, I still, I, I've always wondered what the, the origin story of the sport is, and I kind of don't want to know because the mystery is more fun than probably the answer is. But, uh, (laughs) biathlon, the cross country ski and shoot, like it's the weirdest sport. (laughs) but every time it's on the olympics i'm just glued to my tv i'm like this this is the weirdest sport but i'm all in like it is i love it it's so weird it is super weird um speed yeah. skating i mean but there's I, there's just so many good ones yeah <laughs> um
1: yeah i would say i don't know we have like other like contact sports too like you're like boxing yeah wrestling sumo wrestling um, other like shooting ones that since you brought up shooting like archery
2: or yeah. like, I should have done that. My, know. my wife was the, the Utah state champion in archery when she was in high school. What? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't mess with my wife. She's, Are you for she's real? a sharpshooter. Yeah. She, uh, no, yeah, she, Cammy? yeah Cami is an archer. Yeah. Cammy, Cammy was like a very competitive archer and, uh, she was also, Bro. she, I don't know if she won state, but she was very competitive in uh, 22 long rifle as well.
1: Dude, that is nuts. That's amazing. I actually, I met your wife independent. So you and I knew each other and then I met her at Utah state going to school, Mm -hmm. like separately from me knowing that you two like had met and started dating. Yeah. Um, and like always think your wife's just like the coolest person ever but that literally blows my mind i can't wait to go tell Clyde <laughs> that cammy was just like an insane archer and marksman uh, i'm super stoked on that. yeah she's going to be mad at you that you didn't include that <laughs> she'll be like wait you did a you did a non ball sport bracket and you didn't include archery or shooting of any kind and you're going to be like i gave biathlon a shout out in- and <laughs>
2: she's gonna just say run (laughs) i i I don't have a shot that's uh i was actually talking (laughs) to somebody about that the other day i was like because we still have some 22s and stuff that that are uh you know from that the type that she liked to shoot and stuff i was like if anyone ever messes with our house like they don't need to worry about me worry about my wife she's (laughs) she's the one (laughs) she's the one she's the sharpshooter i love it
1: dude well, everybody, thank you all for tuning in and listening uh, to another episode of WNBA Nation. Hopefully, this was a little bit of a, just a little bit of fun. Um, you get into kind of, we're, we're pulling back the curtain a little bit, and you get to know our personalities uh, kind of separate from our coverage of the WNBA and women's basketball. Um, we just stinking love March. We love brackets, and uh, we wanted to do some sports. You know, re- related brackets with our Gatorade and non-ball sports bracket. So we hope that you all enjoyed this. Make sure you stay tuned. Come join us on Twitch for Selection Sunday. Um, we uh, we're really excited. We also will be putting out a bracket pool. Um, as we uh, we'll, we'll be putting out a bracket pool for the the women's tournament here uh, soon. As soon as selection Sunday goes, uh, goes final, we will get that up and running. We'll tweet those links out um, and also post them uh, wherever else you can find us. Um, we'll have uh, maybe a link in uh, the description of our podcast episodes as we, as we go through the month. So make sure you join us there. We're really excited about that. And um yeah, should be a lot of fun. Jason, any last words for our listeners before we sign up, sign off and call it a night? Yeah, I'll just
2: run through the uh the gauntlet real fast. Uh Kyle already talked yeah. about our Twitter and our Twitch. Uh Twitter and Facebook we're at WNBA Nation Pod. Twitch we're uh twitch.tv slash WNBA Nation. Uh that's where you can watch the show live. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us a five star rating and review. Uh when it asks you how many stars, the correct answer is five. And then if you write a review, we will read it out loud on the air uh and give you a shout out. Yes. Uh And uh, if you want some merch, you can head over to wnbaNation.storenv.com get some uh, merchandise. And uh, I kind of teased them earlier in the episode, so I, I will uh, pre-announce we will be going live with a TikTok very soon. So uh, if you enjoy TikTok as a means of communication, we're going to try to get some content out there. So be on the lookout. Once that's live, we'll be sending out links um, on Twitter as well as obviously talking about it here on the show. Uh, so you'll know when that's live. And, uh, to, to tease it a little bit here, uh, because we're literally at the, the verge of opening it. Uh, we're also going to be opening a Discord, uh, server where fans of the WNBA and women's basketball in general can just hang out and chat. Uh, it's kind of, for those of you who haven't used Discord, it's basically like you have content dedicated chat rooms. Uh, and so we're kind of creating and hosting a WNBA nation chat room where you can jump in and talk to like-minded individuals uh, and because we're in control of the chat room uh, it shall be relatively troll free whenever a troll pops in and, and makes a dumb kitchen joke or whatever we can kick them out pretty quick Uh so it should be a good place to go and just talk about the the league and what's going on and news stories and stuff uh, and there will also be perks if you are a subscriber on twitch there will be perks for you uh when you sync your twitch account with your discord account um, you'll be able to access special chat rooms that we will be a little bit more active in uh, as well. So um, lots of fun stuff coming with that. Obviously, links will be coming out as soon as we have official announcements. but just wanted to make y'all the first to know uh, that that is coming out, and it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be I'm hoping to have those things up and running by March Madness so that we can kind of use those as communication channels uh, to talk about obviously March Madness and then moving into the draft and all the other stuff. Yeah, I think that's it. Unless I missed anything, Kyle.
1: No, that's solid. We are super stoked about the Discord as well as the TikTok channel. Um, Hopefully we'll be producing some content on there. Um, A lot of our breakdowns, a lot of our reactions, a lot of that kind of stuff you can look for there. Really stoked about the Discord channel. Uh, Kind of a fun, you know, I know Twitter is is a great place for the WNBA community as well as on Instagram and other places. This Discord channel, if you just want to come hang out, um, it's open to literally any fans of the WNBA. Um, as it grows and we get more people in there, we may have some team specific, um, you know, channels that you can hop on and, and chat only about, you know, the Atlanta Dream or the Washington Mystics or whatever, uh, team you, you'd like to talk about as well as our general channels and subscriber, uh, specific, you know, pre I guess your premium, you know, channel that you could, uh, be a part of where where we'll have some additional content in there um, but anyway, thank you all so much for listening um, it's been a blast, Jason this, this was a fun episode and I look forward to going back and listening to our takes as well as uh, checking out the heat that's probably going to be coming both of our way on Twitter uh, here within the next 24 hours but for WNBA Nation
2: I'm Kyle Haywood, I'm Jason Snow and we got you next time